Well, that's that's what you get here on this show, folks, is grown-ass men screaming at dogs and punching kids in the face. Just threw a cream pie right at my face and just splat, and I'm like, wait, what happened? Intestinal tuna powder? We're ending with the butthole. He's screaming at a child. Nothing! You get nothing! Kind of want to hang out with you guys and suck shining. Getting into ice beds to bang? Who brings that to the Arctic? Good day, mate. <laughs> oh, Judas. <laughs> Come on. I miss the days when you just had a little dial on the side of your computer to turn it down. So why why is it not working? It's the Skype laptop, so it's old. Oh. So it's not that it's not working. It's just like, huh? Well, so it, huh? it does. It doesn't want to turn down. I I can't. Bur- like, I turned it up because I was watching football the other day, and now it just. Nope. It's like eh. it's not. Can I turn Skype down? I could. Tr- oh, turn subtitles on, huh? Oh. You don't want subtitles on with my yapping. Might have to. How would that be if I just mute it and then I, uh... <laughs> gibberish. Just, just, it's just gibberish. It'll be a little black square at the bottom of your screen and it'll just say, you know, dot, 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 gibberish, dot, dot, dot. Okay. I think I was able to turn Skype down, maybe. Hello? Better? Or it's still just Eugene vo- voice of God coming in <laughs> to your headphones. There we go. I got it down. I got it down to reasonable volume now. I went from 10 to 2. <laughs> so you're not screaming at me anymore. Now I you think. just have to be careful that it's not on fuzz vocal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Well, that's reasonable. I guess I'll keep trying to do it the other way. For the entire show. That's that's mm-hmm. what I'll be doing, probably. <laughs> I'm a bit t- disturbed that uh, my, uh, for those of you that are interested, my, my for my weekly bowel update, um, my oh. intestinal tuna powder is out of stock, and I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> Intest- intestinal tuna powder? Yeah, it, it, it rids the body of, of the toxins that I... Ingest on a, <laughs> a nightly basis. <laughs> That's why I pretty much like massacre my. <laughs> yeah, right. My, sure, it's not the whiskey. <laughs> no, not that. It, it can't be that. That's oh, made you're, of. You're so like my wife. Just it's one of the fifty-seven other things that I ingest. Oh, I I take so much. Oh, just the pills that I take to. Oh, so does she. That she oh. just piles and piles and piles of stuff. Yep. And meanwhile, me over here, nothing. <laughs> Not t- uh-huh. Yeah. But everything gets washed down at night. Like, it, I have to coat all of that with that beautiful honey-glazed coloring of uh, of Scotch whiskey. It kind of oh. just, it's like a honey-glaze over everything. And then just, well, yeah, you get the drill. You know, how, you know what happens. Sure. Sure I do. <laughs> yep. So that's when the magic happens. <laughs> <laughs> Magic on your porcelain throne. Uh-huh. 
Oh, okay. Joni, Joni just loves when people come over, like guests come over. She's like, oh, great. Now i got to go clean all the toilets because I'm not sure which one they might visit. <laughs> and you've somehow managed to, like, splatter the back end of the bowl. Oh, it's, it's, it is it is poultry geist seen all over again with the guy sitting on the toilet. And just, just the, the it's massacre. Just massacre. Oh, I love it. <laughs> So that, other than that, I'm doing, I mean, for my, I guess my bitch sesh, I've got, I got my physical this morning and they were like, so you're going to do a, I'm not sure if you do this or not, or if, if your wife does this, but they're like, you want a flu shot? I'm like, no, no, I don't I, do that. We, we don't I, do that. Like I, I got one like 10 years ago and like the next day I was sick. Well, da, 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 it's free. I'm like, oh shit, it's free. All right. Stick me. So... So you're going to be sick for the next episode. That's probably. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's, they, 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 they said, no, 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 it won't get you sick. You might have symptoms. I'm like, uh, that, what? That, Wait, isn't what? that being sick? <laughs> What's the difference there? Is this why you don't do it? Or I've never it? done it. I, do, I just don't tend to do any, take anything unless you have to, you know? That's I, kind of what I, yeah. But I'm like, you know, I'm here. I got the flu twice last winter. Thanks to the kids. And I'm like, you know, let's try it. And if it helps, then great. And if not, then I'll get sick anyway. So it's yeah, all the same to me. <laughs> what's it's free. It so, might be a good idea for you because you are so sick all the oh, time. And, oh. I, uh, but I, I mean, I get sick. I mean, I get, a, I'll get a head cold here or there, but I, the really one bad flu a year, maybe. And, eh, I'm good. I'll yeah. tough it out. Yeah, I would. I've, I would have never even considered it had she not been like, you know, it's, I've got it and it's free and ready to go. And then the other arm, she's like, oh, and it's been a while. I'm going to give you a tetanus shot too, and I'm going to draw blood. I'm like, oh, you're... I got stuck this morning. I mean, I had things well, in me. So, so I heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. how's the old prostate chugging along? Oh, it's it's chugging along okay. It's. <laughs> she's like, wow. <laughs> It just slips right on up there. You must yeah. have no... Your wife must <laughs> hate cleaning your toilet. <laughs> Good job eating those vegetables and fruit and taking that uh, shit yeah. powder every day. Like, nope, just powder. <laughs> oh, but it's... Boy, that's awkward, all right. But, yep, the pipes are clean. <laughs> I should probably have a tetanus shot. I haven't had one of those in many, many years. And it doesn't bother me drawing blood. I don't mind that kind of stuff. Um yeah. Just don't don't uh, yeah. make don't make me pee in a cup and don't make me go to the dentist. Those are the things I hate. Yeah, uh, those are the for things me, that give me anxiety. I do those things, but they drive me nuts. Yeah. And for me, the shots are whatever. I have full sleeve tattoos, so I'm used to needles. But what I don't like, especially with these, like the tetanus shot and the flu shot, is now my arms just feel like shit. Like they're they're both sore. And they said she said, "Now you're gonna be your arms are gonna be sore for 24 hours." And it's just I was injected with. <laughs> So it won't get you sick, but you'll have all the symptoms and your arms are going to be sore. Yes, pretty, pretty awesome. much. What, what I'm trade-off. waiting for one of my balls to fall off tomorrow. And... <laughs> <laughs> Good times. <Ugh>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm okay, I guess. <laughs> Just been hanging out today. and No fingers in the in the butthole? Or... Oh, well, yeah, but that was optional and self-induced. Hands on the, hands on the balls? Okay. <laughs> There was nothing medical in those procedures today, sir. <laughs> oh, just the rubber glove and the KY and 
<laughs> Here we go. Here we go. How's it checking out? Is it... Seems good to me, Doc. Good, better, I'm, best. <laughs> I'm no medical professional, but... <laughs> oh, I kind of wish you would have you would have been in the room with me though, just and it was like extra cold in the room, so like I uh, yeah, I mean, and as, as he's doing the procedure, he's got one hand on your left shoulder, oh, and yeah. then then just the other hand just creeps yeah. right up on the other shoulder, and I'm like, now should the finger be all the way up in like this, or shouldn't it just be the tip, or <laughs> and why two, why two? <laughs> Let's just see if we can cram a tennis ball in there too. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <whew. laughs> Anyway, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah family and wife, and they, they've been, now that I've turned 40, they're like, eh, you should probably get a physical. And I'm like, eh. They eh, suck. Uh, I don't, uh, just, yeah, touching in places that make me, yeah. <laughs> hard? <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how to end that. You did it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you leave it hanging out there, I guess you have to just grab a hold of it and stroke it slowly and (laughs) finish this sucker off. Yeah. (laughs) Already off to a... Yeah, well, it ain't going to suck itself, I guess. (laughs) Oh, earlier this week, I found myself just... I'm not sure what I was doing, but I just started to... And it kind of pissed me off because I... I I haven't seen the movie in so long, but it's just because you sang it, I was like... There's something, something berserker. I'm like, get, get that song out of my head. I, and I couldn't get it out. And I'm like, I almost texted you, like, thank you. I, I don't even like whatever that is. And I'm like, it's, just, it's fr- yes, it's from Clerks. It's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. Berserker. And it just, would you like my making? Fuck berserker. That's his. That's when the Russian guy is showing off his metal voice. He's a metal singer in a metal oh, band. Oh yeah, okay. Because I watched the YouTube clip and yeah. Okay. Oh, and now it's gonna be stuck in my head I again. Up the clip because of that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Olaf Berserker. Oh, boy. Pretty lady. <laughs> I think I would probably, probably take the uh, the eighty slasher Berserker over that segment, but that's just me. <laughs> oh. Um. Uh. Oh, you're cl- I like that you're cleaning your screen off now. What just oh, happened just, to it? It's just... just I, a, it's sex. Insert sex joke here. <laughs> I imagine you're just looking through a glazed donut right now. Okay, are you ready for the roulette? <laughs> dog barking in the background. Yeah, I, I am. I told them to keep the dog stuck. Uh, I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spill the wheel to move a new life or die on the ocean cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. Perfect. Shut up! Great. Hey, boys! Make Roger be quiet! What? Oh, here we go. Here we go. How can it be lost? I said it by the TV. It, it's not said by the TV because he did not put there. Holden! He's upstairs. Why is he upstairs? I don't know. Go look on the couch. He's probably on the couch then. If you can't, close the door. If you can't find it, then go upstairs. Roger, stay in here. Come here, Rogies. 
Close the door! Judas. Uh, this week on the roulette, it is Dolomite is my name up against Shark Knight, and I'm up first. Dolomite is... Oh, my lord. <laughs> You're done. Go upstairs. Doesn't matter what the mode is. Go upstairs. <laughs> Dolomite is my name, and fucking up, motherfuckers, is my game. Uh, mm. I'm a big fan of Dolomite. Going back to the 90s is when I first learned about him from being a fan of old school kung fu movies and i've only ever seen the original because the others were hard to track down or at least they were at the time i haven't looked in a long time but uh, i own the original on dvd i've watched it more than a few times we used to smoke a J and just laugh our asses off at this fantastic movie and dolomite is my name is like a bio pick of uh, rudy ray moore and so it's a great entry point for anybody that is unfamiliar with him, with that character, with the character of Dolomite. Um, so I would recommend watching this before watching the old movies if you, because it's black exploitation y. Uh, well, it is black exploitation. So those can sometimes be a little long in the tooth, if you know what I mean. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so this is a great jumping off point where you get to know the real guy and the real story behind it and, and also get to see recreated scenes of it and then go from there and go watch the original movie. Uh, Eddie Murphy? Should absolutely be in the Oscar conversation this year. I can't hide it anymore. I loved this movie. Oh, Uh, sweet. You might think it, you might find it to be a little long, maybe, but I was just eating it up. Amazing. Amazing cast. The cast. Let's let's just go down the line here. Eddie Murphy, Keegan-Michael Key, Mike Epps, Craig Robinson, Titus Burgess. I think that's how you say his name, Titus Burgess. He is awesome. Uh, Cody Smith McPhee looks like a crackhead. Um, Snoop Dogg, but he's not playing one. Snoop Dogg. Uh, Barry Shabaka Henley. I hard to say his name, but I know who he is. T.I. is in this. Wesley Snipes. Chris Rock. I mean, this movie is loaded. And it was a hell of a good time. Uh, let me see how the runtime was on this. I want to say it's probably hour 45. Hour 57. So it is a little on the long side, but I was never bored. I was having, oh, I just had so much fun with this movie. And Eddie Murphy is just, just gnawing on every piece of scenery that he's in. That's it's, so great to hear that he's, he's still a legit good actor. Oh, he's fantastic. And, oh, I, that's it. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I, I'd have to go through the whole list of roulettes for the year, but I, phew, to my memory right now, this is number one easy. Um, but no shit. Wow. Again, this is coming from a place where I knew this character from 20 years ago. I know it, the, the movies came out in the 70s, but I knew this character going back a long time for me personally. So to see it given so much love, um, I just, oh, I, I, it was great. It was great. <laughs> and you should definitely check it out. I think that you would dig it. I would say maybe uh, throw that my way on a roulette, you know, a future roulette. Okay. Because um, I do want to, yeah, that's something that I should probably watch, especially with that cast. And I love black exploitation movies. I've never seen the original, but, um, you know, I'm familiar with. It's also some... documenting a key part of history. Like, remember that uh, uh, movie with, oh, shit, what was his name? Uh, sweet Baby, Sweet Back, Sweet Song, or whatever. Um, oh, yes. I have that on Blu-ray. Okay, uh, yeah. This... that do- It's it's similar to that, but less depressing. That okay. one's a little more depressing than this one. And 
it's a piece of cinema history that they're talking about. So you should be educated on this, on this guy. Uh, and what he did for black cinema. Uh, over to you, Shark Knight. Uh, Shark Knight. College kids go to the lake to ski, and sharks are there. A very PG-13 type sharks. Um, and they do very PG-13-ish shark things. It's, it's okay. It was okay. Um, it could have been really good had they embraced an R rating, but it's, it's, there's nothing there for me. Like, it, with Crawl, I just, I watched Crawl again this weekend, and it's like they fully embrace the R rating. It's silly, but it's great fun. This is, there's nothing here. There's no nudity. Um, supposedly, I did, I did some searching on this one, and I guess this was, um, I think there was some issues with the ratings. Like, they wanted to make an R rating, but it had to be PG-13, of course. And I like the director, uh, David R. Ellis. He's done some... Oh, yeah. He's done some shit. Yeah. He made... uh, I'm just looking here. Final Destination. Destination. Yeah, Yeah, those are good. Snakes on a Plane, I really enjoyed. But uh, it's just funny to see that um, his last directing gig was Shark Knight 2011. Didn't do so good. Yeah, that's... um, It's... It's harmless. I mean, it, I've seen way worse, but it was just there's rednecks there, and, it, it, and the girls got a, her estranged boyfriend, and they. Ugh, it's have stupid. You, have you seen it before? I think I started it way, 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 way back, um, and I didn't finish it, so <laughs> kind of watched it for the first time in the background again, sort of. <laughs> ah, one of those. Yeah, it's. Uh, and again, it could have been. There's a there's a good idea here. I I enjoy good creature features. I just you got to give me something. Like if it's going to be ridiculously silly, make it like embrace that and make it. I don't know. Make it either really gory or chock full of nudity or you know over the top bad acting something. But here it's just bland, very bland. <sighs> Save your time. And I mean, if you're going to watch a CGI shark movie, watch the. Uh, uh, Deep Blue Sea from way, way, it's, that's way better than this, and that was how much older than this thing. That yeah. was a 90s movie. Was it? I think so. Um, I really liked Deep Blue Sea. I'm not sure how good that thing holds. Uh, 1999. So two years older than this. Um, and everything about that's better than this thing. And you know, honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, because of that movie's success, they made this thing. Hmm. But... Anyway, there you All go. Right. Oh, this was funny. This was back in the 3D day, so it was Shark Knight 3D. Ugh. <sighs> yeah. Okay, are you one, ready for the next one? One done. <laughs> yes. Uh, coming your way, we got Bloody Sunday, we've talked about before. This is going to be your safe pick. Paul Greengrass film. It's um, impassioned drama shows the events of the day through the eyes of a SDLP member of the Parliament of Northern Ireland, and we've, yeah, we've talked about it before. Uh, The Noonday Witch on Shudder. A mother and daughter start a new life in a remote house when the daughter discovers that her mother has lied about her father. Their relationship begins begins to wither. Witchy things. And Eli! Eli on Netflix! With his desperate parents in tow, an 11-year-old boy with a debilitating illness checks into an isolated clinic to undergo experimental therapy. Okay. And uh, heading your way first up is We Have Always Lived in the Castle from 2018. Drama, mystery, thriller? 
Maricat, Constance, and their uncle Julian live in isolation after experiencing a family tragedy. Six years earlier, as Eric walks out away from his microphone, there he goes, he is gone. When Cousin Charles arrives to steal the family fortune, he also threatens a dark secret they've been hiding. Directed by Stacy Payson, I think. Um, and, um, she made, uh, she directed, um, ah, Concussion, which was uh, supposedly a pretty good movie. I haven't seen that, but, um, uh, and some TV shows. So there's, uh, there's the first one. And next up is The Laundromat. Uh, Laundromat is 2019. This is Steven Soderbergh directed. Gary Oldman, Antonio Banderas is in this. Uh, Widow investigates an insurance fraud chasing leads to a pair of Panama City law partners exploiting the world's financial system. Hour 35, comedy, crime, drama. That sounds really good. Especially Gary Oldman. He's awesome. Um... And lastly, Paradise... Oh, no, 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 um, no. Uh, War of the Sky? Or... Fighting, the, fighting the Sky? Yeah, there it is. Fight... Um, Paired. Uh, there it is, Fighting the Sky. Okay, <clears throat> Fighting the Sky from 2018. <laughs> Hour and 37 minutes, action sci-fi thriller. Uh, Strange otherworldly sounds are echoing around the world. A group of researchers led by expert ufologist Lorraine Gardner begin to begin an expedition to track down the point of origin from which the sounds emerge. Yet, as their journey deepens, they begin to discover more than they bargained for. Directed by Conrad Farage. He, Conrad Farage, made, uh, let's see here, wait for it. Wait for it. Uh, a lot of short... I mean, a whole lot of short films. A lot of short films. Um, there you go. Are you done? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And he wags his tail at me. <sighs> I'm talking to the dogs, not the kids, people. Um, <laughs> the big dog's outside playing in the snow and she won't come in. That's what the dogs are freaking out about. Oh, okay. And they're like, we can see her out there. She's playing. And then every now and then I look out the, the, over to the door with the one panel of window in it, and you just see this much of the top of her head looking in, like, what are you doing in there, human? <laughs> so dumb. Okay, I'll take Fighting the Sky, I guess. All right. I didn't look into any of these because I'm waiting for you to sell them to me, and then the damn dog was barking, so I had to leave. I didn't hear that part, so yeah. just uh, throwing the old nuts on the roulette wheel oh, again, yeah. I guess. Yep. Why fighting not? the that sounded sci-fi. Fighting the sky. Yeah, it is okay. That's there we go. Um, and for me, I've I, I've got to check out Eli. I've heard enough about that movie. All positive. So we shall see. All right. I watched the sort of trailer that you know Netflix runs. Yeah, with. I, I like, did too. Right. It looks. I think it looks pretty good. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't look like garbage. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I'm still waiting for that. I mean, I guess the Gollum. Is my that's probably my favorite roulette of the year. Apart from, I think I've said this before, the Sting, like those types, like yeah, those, new, that, that's not generally what we're talking about when we talk yeah. about roulettes of the year. But I would say that the Gollum is probably my favorite of the year. But yeah, there's still a month and a half left. We'll see what happens. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you hear that, right? Oh, I hear it. Yes, I do, sir. Yep. He's, he's chewing on his bone. He's chewing on that bone. <laughs> All right, there you go. Next episode of the Roulette, it will be fighting the sky up against Eli. <laughs> I don't okay. like that name. I don't like that name. <laughs> Sorry for our Eli listeners out there. I just... <laughs> I have an Uncle Eli. What's the... It's, it's all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, for middle segment this week, it is time for another top ten, and it was my turn to pick, and I went with top ten remakes. Dot, 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 that are not horror. Ha <laughs> ha, thought I'd throw you a curveball. And yep. then you threw one right back my way and said, well, let's make it so that you have to, you, you have to have seen both a previous version of the film and a remake of it in order to have it on the list. So there were plenty of movies on there that, um, I had only seen the remake. I hadn't seen the original that, uh, got disqualified. Yep. Same here. That's <laughs> why we record when nobody's home. Cause bang, bang, crash, bang. Like what are the, what are they doing up there? They're just jumping off the bed. <sighs> yes, my bitch sesh will be sprinkled throughout the entire show. Oh, okay, well, yes, it's <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, okay, I'm up first. Great. Um, yeah, so bear that in mind while you're looking at this list, because there's probably a couple movies that you're, people are going to be like, what? I know there's a couple movies on here that are going to straight piss off some of our listeners. Um, sorry, Missy. Uh, number 10 for me is Gone in 60 Seconds. And yes, I have seen the original Gone in 60 Seconds, and it sucked. I did not care for it. One bit other than having that cool Mustang at the end. Uh, whereas the remake was and from 2000 was Nick Cage being his full Nick Cagey, and... Yeah, you know, it was very 2000s with her blonde dreadlocks and whatnot, but... Yep. You know, it's alright. It's it's hammy as all hell in the end, but it's a watchable flick. So, it made the number 10 spot. I've got uh, some honorable mentions down here that are remakes that easily would have taken that spot away, but I might not have seen the original. Uh, okay, number 10 for you. Yeah, and I I agree with everything you said. It's I was continually having to shift my list around because I'm like, well, I haven't seen the original, so I, 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 okay, I gotta do this. Um, but number 10 for me, and honestly, like, even horror movies aside, like, there's only a few of these that I would say are top 10, because, just simply because I haven't seen the originals. Right. Number 10 is The Departed. This is the Martin Scorsese 2006 movie based off of the uh, book. No. Uh, no. And the movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, wait, wait. Infernal wait. Affairs. Infernal Affairs. Yeah. I think, I think it was based off. And that, I think, was based off of the book. Anyway, uh, I did watch Infernal Affairs, and I did quite like it, but uh, not near as much as The Departed. I thought The, the Departed was fantastic. Uh, I haven't seen it in quite a while, but... The last time I watched, I think I've seen it maybe three times. The acting is just spectacular across the board, especially Mark Wahlberg. I remember he was, he stood out to me in that one. Like he was such a New Jersey scumbag or something. I, he was great. <laughs> yep. There you go. Uh, number nine for me is The Count of Monte Cristo. And I think this was uh, 02. I forgot to write down the year. This is the one with uh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yes. 
This movie's been, the story has been remade many, many, many times, and I have seen an older version of Count of Monte Cristo, but I really like that O2 version. I know it's not the greatest movie in the world. Again, this is not a list of necessarily the best remakes, because it's got to meet that criteria, Uh, but it is an enjoyable flick, and I I think it's pretty good. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember really liking it. Number nine. Number nine for me is... How the Grinch Stole Christmas. This is the Jim Carrey movie. Now, again, this isn't the greatest movie by a long shot, but we watch it damn near every year. My wife loves it. We we enjoy it. It's it's become a part of our, I don't know, our tradition. And because of that, I I enjoy it. I like it. It's like, oh, it's, it's December. It's time for all of our Christmas movies. And that includes the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. Now, I, um... I've only watched the animated, the CGI animated one with Benedict Cumberbatch once last year, which I thought was really, really good. Um, and so the only thing I'm basing this off of pretty much is the original, uh, old one that's 30 minutes long. But I really like that they expanded the story in this. And I think it's still special effects wise. It actually holds up quite well after all these years, but I, I enjoy it for what it is. I know it's obnoxious and loud and whatever, but it's, it's a movie that I can watch with my wife and turn off the brain and have a good time and whatever. So there you go. I watched part of that animated The Grinch movie with the kids the other night and they couldn't pay attention and were running around the room yelling and I got mad and turned it off. Uh, do you know who co-directed that film? Or maybe, huh? he got, maybe he got sole director credit. I'm not sure. He was either sole director or co-director, but that would be Scott Mosier. Oh, no kidding. Who was in the scene in, in one scene in Clerks. One particular scene. Please tell me not the berserker. you <laughs> berserker. <laughs> oh, he was in oh. about he was in about fifty scenes in that movie, but in that one he was in there. I think that's yeah. hilarious because he did that, and the guy goes, "That's beautiful, man." That was Scott Mosher who directed oh. the Grinch. <laughs> uh, number eight for me is Papillon. And we're going to get into a little string here in the middle of stuff that I think is good, but it kind of slid down just a smidge because. I like both movies. I like the remake, and I like the original from the 70s with Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman. I think both are both are very good films in their own right, and they're very much products of the decades that they were made in. This one was just like 2018, I think. Uh, but I really enjoyed both of the films. I don't think one is better than the other, really. Uh, so I, it slid down my top ten a little bit. But um, <sighs> now I go try and let the big fucking dog in again. What's your number eight? Okay, number eight for me is Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, uh, this is the, damn, was that an oversight? Uh, this is the David Fincher well, one now. Well, no, it wasn't because I think the originals are better. Uh, see, and I I would prefer the icy cold David Fincher one. I really liked the other I, the other. I wouldn't series. argue I wouldn't argue with you on it. It just uh, that's just a yeah. minor preference. Um there he goes. Dogs. Dogs and kids. Uh, but yeah, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, I actually saw this um, when it was released. And, uh, you know, I was... I, I remember when I saw it, I'm like, well, you know, it's it's a remake off of a movie that is already fantastic. Do they really have to do that? And then I was just completely engrossed in this movie from frame one. I think that Daniel Craig and Rooney Mara were, were fantastic. And that gut punch ending of that movie, it's still, even though I knew it was coming... With the big twist, it was still so good. Good lord! 
<laughs> and they slept all day. We could have done this all day today, dude. All day. <laughs> Did nothing. I was here all day. <laughs> nope. You got to wait until the kids come home and the mailman's coming around and then the dogs are freaking out. Shut up! <sighs> okay. Are you done with Dragon Tattoo? Back to you. Yep. Uh, number seven for me is another one that slid because I like both. King Kong. Uh, this would be... Yes, because that's literally going through my mind right now. <laughs> I'm thinking about going berserker on this fucking dog. Yes. <laughs> Shut up! The snow has them all wound. Uh, King Kong. Directed by... You're Peter Jackson? Peter Jackson. Yes. Okay. Uh, people like to hate on this movie, but I really like it. And I know that some of the CGI is a bit dodgy, but... I still think it's a great film. I think it's a great love letter to the original. I love the original as well, uh, but it's 1930s. It's pretty old. Uh, I really appreciate what it is and what it's done for cinema, and I still uh, watch it, you know, from time to time. Uh, and I and the, and the remake, but again, I enjoy the remake just a smidge more. So I felt it belonged on the list. Yeah, number seven. Seven for me is Solaris. Now this is going to be. Pretty divisive with probably some of our listeners. I got through half of the Russian original, and I'm like, no. I Every time I'm trying to get through this, I just immediately fall asleep. Um, I so thought does that, that count? I mean, you've, you saw I, it? I think. I mean, I watched... The thing is so damn long. And then this thing here is an hour and 39 minutes. And I thought this was great. I thought that the 2002 Solaris was really, really good. George Clooney's great. Uh, but... I maybe after an hour and a half the movie got good, but talking and the special effects are. uh, Eh, it's on my shelf. I've seen Russian movies from that time period. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I almost didn't include this one just because I haven't finished the other one. But I'm like, you know, I think I've I've gotten past. I think the midway part. So I'm like, I'm gonna. I'm going to squeeze that one in. Uh, okay. Fair enough. I don't really care. Uh, number six for me is now, Missy, brace yourself. Don't throw your computer. Don't send me hate mail. Just, just calm down. Don't kill me. Red Dawn. (laughs) I did not watch Red Dawn in the eighties when it came out. I didn't see Red Dawn until I was a grown ass man in the maybe 2000s or late 90s. And I was like, meh, it's okay, but it's slow as crap. And I wasn't really all excited for the remake, and then I I think I got it from the library. And I really liked it. I thought the remake was quite an improvement. I like the way that... One of the things that I always bitch about in action movies is the way they handle weapons when they're supposed to... They just don't handle them like anybody... If you grew up in the country, you know what I'm talking about. You yes, grew up around here with me. There's yeah. a way that you handle guns and there's Hollywood ways where they, uh-huh. they're running around with their finger on the trigger all the time. It's like nobody that nobody would ever do that. And if you did, you probably wouldn't live long or your friend next to you wouldn't. Uh, but that aside, I, I really enjoyed the remake. I thought it was pretty good. So uh, number six for you. Okay. Number six for me is 
Peter Jackson's King Kong. Uh, now I have not seen the original original, but I have watched, <clears throat> but I have watched the 1970s King Kong, 76. which I think is good enough. Uh, and I have watched clips from the old black and white one. Yeah, uh, uh, you would appreciate the old one. I know. I need to watch that. I uh, <clears throat> I was listening to uh, Eli Roth's podcast where he was interviewing uh, Quentin Tarantino, and they really went on a side. T- actually, actually, it was not only Quentin Tarantino, but also the uh, uh, Greg Nicotero and Rob Zombie interview. They they keep talking about King Kong and how influential it was and how important that movie was. I'm like. I need to finally get that movie checked off the list. So eventually I am going to watch the original. Uh, but I got to say, I think that the Jackson King Kong is really, really good. I haven't seen it in a while. Actually, I watched it with you and your sister in the theater. Oh, really? Back when, yeah, that was, mm-hmm. went to mass when uh, Joni was with us and I was good. Um, I, I would imagine that the CGI still holds up pretty good, uh, because it was so good back then. I don't remember. Most of it does. It's, it's the scene where, they're running down the hillside with the dinosaurs around them and coming after them. That was never good to begin with. Yeah. So it's not that it... I don't even know what she's fucking barking at. She's looking out the window. It's probably a squirrel. Shut up! But the scenes where King Kong is, like, fighting dinosaurs and catching yeah. Naomi Watts and all that... All that stuff's perfect. It look, it still looks great. Uh, I watched it here in the last year or so. But that running down the hillside with the dinosaurs... It just looks awful. It, yeah. it never looked good. I remember even in the theater being like, it looks real green screeny. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, but it's another one that I, wa- I do want to watch that one again. Give that one a rewatch. Sometime. Cool. Uh, okay, number five for me is Vanilla Sky. And mm. I own Vanilla Sky, obviously, and oh, what's the other one called? Abro los Hoyos? Eos? Uh, it's a... Spanish film, I own that one, and it's it's a good film. I was surprised that it was as good as it was, considering, you know, uh, Tom Cruise remake's going to have a lot more money behind it, which it clearly did. But mm-hmm. it really is pretty beat for beat about the same movie. Um, it's Penelope Cruises in both of them, which is kind of weird. <laughs> uh, I cannot believe that I've come around on that movie. That That's a good movie. Yep. And so is the original, but I prefer Vanilla Sky just a little bit, just because it has a higher production value. Yeah. Okay, uh, next up for me is, this one here was easy, I just wasn't sure where it was going to fall in the top ten, but that would be 2012's Dread with Carl Urban. Oh, uh, that was kind of an oversight. I didn't think of that as a remake, but yeah, okay. Oh, it's, uh, I, I consider that to be a remake of the yeah, I, awful uh, Sylvester Stallone, let me try that again, <laughs> the awful, <laughs> the awful... Oh, uh, the awful Rambo guy. I am the <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am the oh, oh, that movie was bad. I and still watch it every Schneider now and then. Was in it, that thing. Yes, but it's so good bad. It's a good bad movie. It's a it's a mystery science theater. <laughs> well, this one is not good bad. This was just straight up good. It's awesome. I love this movie. Uh, I watched it recently. It has not dated at all. The the CGI effects, like the, especially like the slow-mo, the drug stuff in it is so cool how they do it. And incredibly mean-spirited, violent, gory. I remember I drugged my wife to see this when she was very, very pregnant with our, uh, with Hudson and not impressed. Not, nope, not impressed. I was, I was tickled pink. It was great. 
Ah, uh, yeah, that was an oversight. That definitely would have been on my list, but yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Uh, number four for me is Godzilla from 2014. And I, I know there's been a million Godzilla movies, and but I do consider this one a kind of a remake because it's starting over. It's the original again. Uh, I've loved most of the Godzilla movies, but I thought that one was... I like the serious tone they took on it, and I know a lot of people like to shit on that movie too, but I I, yeah. I liked it. I... Now, there's my oversight. I cannot believe I did not think of Godzilla because I I liked that one. I've never been a huge fan of the original Gojira, like the original '50s. It was okay, it's but I slow. Oh, very talky, real talky. Yeah, um, and of course the Roland Emmerich one, which it's it's kind of okay for what it is. But yeah, you're totally that was yeah. Big oversight on my end. That would have made the top ten, definitely. Number four. Number four for me is Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds, 2005. This is the Tom Cruise one. Uh, I, I love the 50s original. It's a great movie, but... Really? Uh, I liked... Oh, yeah. I think it's a good movie. Have you ever seen it? Oh, I've watched it twice. I could barely get through it. Oh, really? I haven't watched it for a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it, but it, a lot of nothing happens in that movie for most of the movie. It's it's talking and going on dates up to Kissy Point, and ah, it's just... <laughs> uh, but uh, the, this War of the Worlds is oh, this is fantastic. This is one of my favorite uh, Steven Spielberg movies. It's such a damn good movie. Uh, upon rewatch, after numerous rewatches, Dakota Fanning continues to get more and more annoying to me. As does the little prick that throws the baseball, his son that throws the baseball through the window. I wanted to punch that kid in the face when he did that. I'm like, you little fucker. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's just grumpy old. Yeah, that's that's what you get here on this show, folks, is yep. grown-ass men screaming at dogs and punching <laughs> kids in the face. <laughs> Number three for me is War of the Worlds. I oh. really enjoy the film. Uh... They, those kids were annoying in the first round, and I feel like I got a little more sympathetic to them on rewatch. And but still, that teenager. Uh, now that I've got one, let me tell you. Oh, <laughs> pretty buckle accurate, up. huh? Buckle up, there, buddy. Um, <laughs> they um, they have their bad days, especially split home ones. They, they have their they, when they can go somewhere else. Um, our kids, our boys, won't have that problem so much because they can't go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they can't run to another. Disney parents. Anyway, um, <laughs> it it's a good movie, and I like the way that it it all. It, it, it's a weird, it's a weird story from the book stage, you know, where everybody gets wiped out by a virus or you know, whatever. But in all reality, that's probably kind of realistic. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Uh, they can travel millions of light years to get to here, but they can't protect themselves from the cold. Eh, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Number three. Number three for me is 2017's Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I love this movie. I, Upon rewatch, I think I like it even more. Um, I like the songs. I like everything about the movie. The special effects are great. Uh, really like Luke Evans' character as Gaston in this. Um, Josh Gad is great as LeFou. I... I love the story. It's a great movie to watch with the wife. She loves it. The kids love it. It's just... Some of these, like especially this one, is because I know how much the entire family likes this movie, it elevates my love of it as well. And Emma Watson is great. And it's, it's 
It's great. This is probably, for all of the remakes that Disney has done, I would probably say that's my favorite. Okay. Have not seen it. Number two for me is The Departed. I really enjoyed mm. Infernal Affairs. Um, I own it on DVD, and it's a good movie. I, I mean, I was really into it when it first came out, and then when The Departed came out, I was like, wow, I took that story, but did it way better. It Martin scorsese did, it, mm-hmm. which is always best with mob things, isn't it? Yes. Uh, is this Irishman movie ever coming out on Netflix? I know. Uh, what it's going to come out the, the end of November. Yeah. Everybody's posting reviews and shit. I'm like, come on, I want to watch this shit. Anyway, The Departed's amazing. You got amazing performances all around. Jack Nicholson, uh, 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 DiCaprio, Matt Damon. It's just phenomenal. Not much else to say about it. I mean, no disrespect to Infernal Affairs. I know you did it first, but they did it better. Mm-hmm. I agree. Number two. Okay, number two for me is... Django, the original Django from 1966. And if you're wondering, I uh, would consider this to be a remake of Akira Kurosawa's Yojimbo, because it's essentially it's the same story. Fair enough. They've uh, remade that. There's a dozen movies that are yeah. credited as being remakes of Yojimbo. Yeah. And and watching Yojimbo not that long ago and then watching Django even more recently, I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of similarities. It's it's The setting is different, but the storyline is essentially the same. But I love Django. Uh, as far as westerns go, that's that's probably pinnacle of western for me. It is dirty, gritty, violent, and oh, so Italian. <laughs> yep. Okay, number one for me. Do you have any idea what my number one could be? Um. Yes, I'm really? going to say yes. I'm gonna I'm going to say it's between one or one of two movies. I'm going to say it's either Batman Begins. Or Man of Steel. Fuck me. Both of those should be on my list. <laughs> I mean, both of those... They should have been on my... I, I, I mean, why, my how mic. did I just completely forget about comic book movies? I just guess, you know... <laughs> what the hell? Okay, now... Uh, this is an instance, again, where I love the original. And I love the remake. And I I, it, I hesitate to say that... I, lo- I like the remake more. There's no doubt about it. But... The original is so iconic that it's almost like you, I, I whisper it, <laughs> just so I don't get a shoe thrown at my head. Uh, and that, of course, is Mick Garris's The Shining. I'm kidding. Are you serious? What? You're taking me serious? You think I like Mick Garris's The Shining better wait, than... I'm like, <laughs> uh, it took me... I'm, oh, yeah, wait, I'm like, wait, wait, one, this is horror, and two, Mick... Whoa, Mick Garris, and... He's, he's stunned into silence. I mean, you, you literally just threw a cream pie right at my face and just splat, and I'm like, wait, what happened? Uh, no, what I... But all those things are true of the movie I'm talking about, though, and that is Fist of Legend, which is a remake of Ooh. Bruce Lee's The Chinese mm-hmm. Connection. I just think that... I, I love Chinese connect, I, Connection. It, it's an amazing film. Groundbreaking. I love it. But Fist of Legend gently 90s-ized it and made it faster and meaner and just made all the hits harder and more aggressive. That is one of, if not... If not... I, I got really got to think. Maybe sometime we're going to have to do a top 10 Kung Fu. I don't know if you've seen enough to do that, but... That might so. be that might be number one for me. That film is great. So there you go. I agree. I love that movie. And Chinese Connection was really actually wasn't that one of the first roulettes that we ever did? Was 
I, it's been a long time ago, but I remember that you got me to watch some of the Bruce Lee movies, and I... I can't remember if it was Chinese Connection. I want to say that it was uh, Fist of... or uh, Fist of Fury. That might have been it, but yeah. And, but we had, we had title problems, too, because then you, I go look it up, and they... What I know is Fist of Fury, and what I know is Chinese Connection, I've seen that those titles swapped around on those films. Yeah. So, I, the, I don't know. I do know that... Again, what I know is Chinese Connection is... Fist of Legend is the remake of that film. Yeah. Uh, okay, number one for me is William Friedkin's 1977 masterpiece, Sorcerer. Roy Scheider, this is the Roy Scheider one. This is the remake of Wages of Fear, the French movie, which I thought was good. But I I love this movie. And my wife does, too. It's, it is, to me, flawless. It's two hours of... How the hell didn't someone die making this movie? Because everything about the movie looks dangerous. Much like, you know, I'm going to go back to the old cannibal movies that Rogero Diodato and Umberto Lenzi made. Like, watching those, which I watched those recently, they look, regardless of what you think of them, they look really dangerous to make. Like, they're in the jungle, and they, like, you guys are working with non-actors, and in this case, they're driving these huge trucks around the jungle, and I, I don't know how the hell they did it, because it's... Nowadays, they would do CGI, but back then, they're driving these huge-ass trucks through what looks to be incredibly dangerous territory, but uh, Sorcerer is fantastic. I I think that you borrowed my Blu-ray, or you watched it once, correct? Yeah, I did, because I, ha- I I found a VHS that was still sealed, and I didn't want to crack it, so I borrowed your Blu-ray. And you didn't like it as much as I did, I don't, I don't believe, but I think you liked it, though, right? Well, that was the second watch. The first watch, I didn't like it as much uh, as the original, uh, the second watch, I appreciated the movie very much, and I agree that it's a great film. I still like Wages of Fear a little more because I think that's one of those movies where the I think I got the Criterion or yeah, it's on Criterion. I think I borrowed that from the library. Okay, but the black and white just beautiful. Yeah. It was so beautiful, and I I think that I still prefer Wages of Fear, but no disrespect to Sorcerer. It's, and that was one that I thought about putting on the list, but I was like, ah, I like the original better. Yeah, so. and that one there, I do agree. The original, I did like. Um, and that one, even, even that one felt dangerous as well. This one just felt more so. I, I, it's, it's not even something I would have an argument about. Yeah. Uh, As long as somebody's like, I like both of them, but this one I prefer. That's fine. They're both great. So it's not that big a deal. I'm not sure if you knew, but, uh, Source, I, I did some research on this movie and I guess this movie really tanked at the box office and it didn't help that Star Wars. Star Wars killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because this is, it still holds up. Still holds up. It's one of those movies that could probably, because of the the setting, I think it could probably be released today and still be considered a new movie. I mean, it it, it hasn't dated itself. Well, I guess the beginning when they're when all of the, our criminals are running around doing criminally stuff before they head to, you know, the jungle. That's seventies. But once they get to the jungle, it's could be set any time. Yep. Anyway. Uh, okay, honorable mentions. Uh, the Time Machine. That was mm. battling for Gone in 60 Seconds with the bottom slot. With number is that 10. Guy Pierce? I thought, yeah, I thought about okay. putting it on there, but the CGI is dated, and that story, again, the story is weird from the get-go, from the book level. It's just odd. Let's go way crazy in the future, and mutants live underground, and yeah, I, I, it's fine. And I've, I've seen both, but I... Yeah, I would say I like the the newer one better. Uh, Point of No Return. Are you familiar with that film? Oh, man. What, I have heard of that, but I don't... Uh... 
It is a remake of a French film called Les Femmes Nikita. Oh, Les Femmes Nikita. Nice. Okay. All yeah. Right. And... Uh, oh, that's... Yes. I know. Okay. I got it. And... Uh, what's his name? Jean Renault plays the same character in both films. And supposedly, I think he was supposed to be a spinoff of his prof- the professional character. Sweet. Yeah. Because he has kind of the same outfit. And he's the cleaner in that one. He comes and cleans uh. up. Anyway. Um, I would have put it on the list... But I prefer the French version. The French film, just a smidge more than the remake. Hmm. Uh, Planet of the Apes. Here's another one where people will try and crucify me. I prefer Tim Burton's movie to the original. And that is, that is stacking <laughs> piles of shit right there. Yes, it is. That is one series that uh, just never took off for me. I, I think it's garbage. Uh, you got the masks that don't move, or you got... What's going on here? Mark Wahlberg making out with monkeys. It's no, no, no. Thank you. You like the new one though, right? The newest. Oh, I forgot about that. Shit. Yeah. That would have made the list. <laughs> That's like four movies. I would have knocked off the by account of Monte Cristo gone in 60 seconds and maybe Papillon. Nah, Papillon. Uh, okay. Now I've got a small list of movies that I've only seen the remake. I haven't seen the original. And, uh, that would be Casino Royale, the Thomas crown affair, Last Man Standing, and Solaris. I would have put hmm. all those on this list pretty easy, but I have not seen the originals. And I don't have a ton of interest. Uh, Yojimbo I'd like to see. That's a... Last Man Standing is a direct remake of Yojimbo. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh, that's Bruce Willis? Yeah. yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. Yojimbo. <laughs> and The Thomas Crown Affair. I would watch the original of that, but that remake with um, Pierce Brosnan's a uh, very solid film. Yes, it My is. Th- uh, Solaris, I don't have a ton of desire to see the original. I would probably mm. check it out sometime, but isn't it like three hours? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've seen Russian films from that time. They go on. Dr. Zvago, I'm looking at you. On and on and on and on and on and on. Coming soon, okay. Dr. Zvago. <laughs> uh, for me, are you done? Yes. Okay. Um, now, I have a couple that I have not seen the originals, and then a couple that honorable mentions that I just simply, like, Man of Steel is an honorable mention. That should have been on the top ten, but I didn't have anywhere to put it. I because I, I don't know. Um, okay, so for me, Punisher is on there. I mean, um, just an absolute fail. Just a fail <laughs> on my part. This could have been ten comic book movies. <laughs> uh, Ocean's Eleven, Batman Begins. You've um, seen the original Ocean's Eleven? No, that's one of them that I have. Oh, not okay, seen. I, that's I just bought that uh, Warner clamshell. It's on my li- on my stack. Oh, nice. So, there you go. Be you checking go. that one. Yeah. I have heard that the original is meh. I I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. I've heard it's good. I've heard, well, but then again, I've heard people say that it's it's better than the, there's no way it's better than the no. remake. Yeah. Uh, uh, I put down Lord of the Rings slash The Hobbit. Uh, now, granted, The Hobbit is meh, but I like it better than the cartoon. I have watched The Hobbit cartoon, but I have not watched Lord of the Rings. But I'm like, I'm just going to lump all of them together. Sure. Um. There you go. Uh, 310 to Yuma. I have not seen the original, but I love that remake. It's That would be in top 10 best westerns of all time for me. Casino Royale. Haven't seen the original. Uh, the Man of Steel. I think that that's the best Superman movie ever made. It is. Uh, I think you already mentioned it, though. Yeah. Is it on there oh, twice? Yes. Uh, yeah, I have. Well, <laughs> it's, it's worth it. It's worth it. Go for three times. Place. Yeah. Um, Aladdin. I think Aladdin remake is great. I... Other than the, I think the miscasting of Jafar, I think that it was a great movie. We had a great time watching that in the theater. I'm saying great way too much. <laughs> we went to watch the remake 
here at home, and um, I was really looking forward to it because Aladdin's one of my favorite Disney movies, as we've talked about before. Yeah. And we hit play, and I watched about... He was just about to get to some genie stuff. And... Uh. <laughs> I woke up at the very, huh, what? Credits rolling. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> so I could not report on that. <laughs> um, Clash of the Titans. I think that the 80s one is ridiculously stupid, and I think that the Sam Worthington one is pretty damn good. I've enjoyed that every time I've watched it. I like both, but I agree the remake's more... Gets the job done quicker. Yeah. Uh, True Lies. I've it's that's a remake of a French comedy. Whatever. I've I didn't know that, but I'm like, well, I got to put that on there just because it's True Lies, and True Lies is great. Uh, and lastly, Scarface, another one that I have not watched the original, but uh, I know you're not a big fan of Scarface, correct? No, I think it's one of the most overrated movies of all time. No, I do like it. I've seen it a couple times, and it's not as good as I think some people. Hold, like the regard is held in, but I think it's good enough that, you know, it's okay. Al Pacino's good. Him snorting a pile of cocaine in the end and massacring everything with a machine gun is pretty cool, but eh. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anything else you want to add for this? No. All right. You ready to move on to Recently Watched? Oh, yeah, but are we going to at least touch on the fact that Disney Plus is now... It's now yeah, been... ta-da! Disney Plus is out. I don't, I, yeah. I, I can't get it till next month when I get my. Oh, books. okay, okay. Uh, I went to try and sign up today. I'm actually looking at it right now, or the website was still up. And of course, you can't look at anything. You can't yeah dive into anything until you sign up and give them your credit card number. And I, it's like I'm not ready to sign up for the free trial yet. When I sign up, I'm gonna pot, buy a whole fucking year. I just wanted yeah. to look around a little bit, but nope. Log in here. Log in here. I, I, ah, I hate that. Uh, but I was talking with people last night, you know, at one thirty in the morning because I fall asleep and then I wake up and can't sleep. And they're like, where is Disney Plus? It's not on any Roku devices. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so I, because that's a deal breaker for me. If Disney oh, Plus yeah. is on Roku, I'm out. I, yeah. Sorry, would... I, but I'm not just paying to watch it on my computer. Uh, and then I went to my Roku and searched Disney Plus and boom, there it was. And I was like, uh, I just went and searched and there it was. And the guy goes, oh, thanks a lot. Uh, he went and looked and goes, yeah, now it's there. Five minutes ago, it was not. And so they really rolled it out on the 12th. I mean, yeah. it's not like oozing it out there and, you know, you could go to the app and it just doesn't work. Yeah. No, it's, you had to wait till today and there you go. What about you? Are you getting it day one or? We did. We are. I have it. Uh, okay. We actually, we pre-ordered it. Uh, we did the three year deal oh, where it's. You got in lucky. I got in the last day, literally like an hour and a half, two hours before that deal ended. And I got an email. I'm like, wait, wait, what? What? I'm like, holy shit. And I knew I, there was, I didn't even have to ask my wife because yes, yes. Sign up right now. Sign up. And she, she's been dying for this. So I signed up and it's, I think five bucks a month is what it comes out to, which is. I, I found out about the deal after it was too late, but I was like, damn it. Why didn't you, <sighs> it's not like I'm yeah. living with my head under a rock. Uh, you know, I'm on the internet every day. Advertise that shit. Cause I would have yeah. bought it. I would have paid for that. Yeah. Cause it, when we did the math, I'm like, this comes out to $5 a month. I'm like, that is, and trust me, it is incredible what you're getting for five bucks a month. Yep. Uh, it is a bit, I don't want to say glitchy, but I think just the, the mass of, 
humanity day, that is signing up. Dude, it's day one. Yeah. I've been hearing the same thing across the board, and I keep telling everybody the same thing. Relax. Anytime yeah. you roll out a new platform, especially one that's good, you're going to have problems on day one. There's things they can't anticipate, and this is one of the biggest platform rollouts we've ever seen. Yeah. So, the content on here is... I am blown away by the content on this thing. I mean, there is movies that I never thought that I would... I mean, Davy Crockett, and like we're talking like 50s Disney stuff in HD remastered. All the Star Warses are, other than Last Jedi and Solo, or 4K. They're, they're still on Netflix, that's why. Yeah. Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos, and it's like, if they mean business, like Rogue One, for example. Uh, Rogue One is on Blu-ray, and great, but... Here it's in 4K and it's Dolby Atmos and it's like the Blu-ray doesn't have any of that stuff. Like the, this is a step up from Blu-ray. I would again, I haven't watched it yet, but I am assuming that it is. But uh, I'm impressed. My, I, I, I'm going to be one of the fanboys that bitches about it, but I really was hoping that they would have surprised us with the theatrical cuts of episodes four, five, and six, like remaster. It's fine. It's it's the, now it's, now. Wait a minute. On that. Uh, there has, it's day one, so everybody's investigating and we're coming up with all kinds of surprises. Have you heard about, uh, the infamous Han and Greedo and Who Shoots First scene? Because they have changed it for Disney+. They changed Plus. it again? Yes. Oh boy. Now what? Now Who Shoots? Now what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw a clip of it online. It's, they removed a couple of frames <clears throat> and it's just sort of like, you don't know who shoots first. There's just a, and there's a cloud. And I, you know, I, I, I said online, am I the only person who doesn't give a shit who shoots first? Cause I really don't. I, it does not affect me one way or the other, but so fine, whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, but man. yeah, they're the, the star Wars nerds are, are hard, hardcore going through all the old movies now looking for changes. And that's one of them that they found. Well, one thing that people are that I've seen thus far are, are saying is the transfer is incredible on them. So that's at least um, people are bitching about that they're not the original theatricals, but the way that the the remastering is fantastic. So that's cool. I they've it's already great. they've already reeled everybody in with having all the Lucas films in one spot, right? Yeah, we've yep. already got we we hooked you right there. So they wait a couple of years, a year or two, maybe. And then they go, oh, now we've got the theatrical cuts. And that brings in the last group of people. That, oh, okay, fuck it. I got to see these movies the way they were meant to be seen originally. Yeah. And then a year or two after that, they finally release them on Blu-ray. This is, this is the way they think. This is the way Disney hoards everything and won't let you have anything. Oh, we only have so many copies of Disney movie ABC that we're putting out. That way we can charge 35 bucks for it. Yeah. Because they're sometime, eventually, sometime the originals, unaltered, are going to be released, and an HD of the black hole. Is yeah. the black hole on there? Oh, it's on there, remastered and. Yep. <laughs> Good boy. Black, you went and looked black... right away, didn't you? Oh yes, immediately. <laughs> black cauldrons on there. Um, Flight of the Navigator HD. Uh, <clears throat> Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Uh, what's that? Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Now that I don't know. No. Oh. Well, there you go. Hmm. Oh, and the the, the new uh, uh, Lady and the Tramp is on there, which I think we're going to watch that with the boys this weekend. Um, so and what I like is that now <clears throat> I'm not going to feel quite as guilty sometimes going down to watch my horror shit in the basement. Now my wife can just 
This yeah. is this is gold yeah. mine for her. Sure. There's so much stuff on there that especially the old oh bed sticks and broom knobs or whatever the hell that thing's called. Uh, I have that on VHS, sir, sir. Because <laughs> I you know, we were going through the list and she was like, Oh, that's on there. I'm like, oh, I mean, that's, oh, that's witchy shit. She's into that, huh? Oh, yeah. That, the, that one gets a pass. Well, G and PG rated witchy shit she's good with. Yeah, that was one that in our my household growing up, ah, no witchy shit, but I guess it's okay if they're fighting Nazis. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Although these days that might still be questionable. Um, mm. uh, Yeah, I got to wait till next month because just finances and like, I'll, I'll get my bonus next month. That That's yeah. going to be my, see, I'm, I'm devious. That's my Christmas present this year. I, I just told her, that's the only thing I want. Just one year subscription to that, I'm good. I, that's fine. Uh, and then next year when it comes due, no, that's not my Christmas present this year. That's the family is getting that, and I'll get uh, it. Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to hook them. Yeah, because uh, they'll be hooked. Oh, oh, at least daughter, I am. The daughter with the Simpsons, she, she, she'll be in. 30 seasons. Yep, there you go. Remastered. The Simpsons, Mike. Oh, add it to my list. Thank you very much. <laughs> Now, here's the thing, Here's also when you get it, uh, which I'm, is it going to be like end of December? No, it'll probably be second week or so. Okay. Because I'm sure you know Mandalorian is every week there's a new episode, so... That was my next question. I thought we could binge it. I thought it was all going to be on there, but I'm hearing that it's once a week. It's once a week, but by the time you get it, they're pretty much going to be all on there. Okay. Good deal. Then I don't don't mind waiting an extra month anyway. Yeah. So we're going to... Tonight. That's the first... As long as it... As long as it plays, we're watching Mandalorian Episode 1 tonight. Nice. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, now are you ready for Recently Watched? I am. I guess let's talk about Dr. Sleep. Yep. You want to talk about that? Let's get that out of the way. If you have not seen Dr. Sleep or read the book, then you, this is going to be spoilery. I'm not even going to try to review this without being spoilery. Yeah. Let's just do that. Spoiler, spoilers, sleep. Oh, where to begin? Right off the top, let's let's. I, I'm giving this a a strong eight plus. That's where that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I, I very much enjoyed the film. I'll enjoy it so much more when I can when I'm watching it on uh, high definition Blu-ray, whatever that I'm absolutely going to buy. There, everything's great. Okay, now I do have some things that made me pause, particularly in the third act. And maybe it, I, I, as I've rolled it around since the movie came out, I, I wonder if Stephen King isn't part of the problem uh, with my hesitation. I think if he wouldn't be so vocal about his feelings about Kubrick's Shining and whatnot, it wouldn't even play into my, my thought process here. So, so keep that in mind with what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the way that this movie went. I kind of feel like it was... I don't want to go so far as to say it was a Watchmen-esque better ending than the source material, because it's not mm. quite that. It could have been. It was real close to being that. Uh, I really liked that the out, uh, Overlook was still there. I like that he took Rose the Hat there, and it was a trap, and that was fantastic. But in the book, Jack Torrance got redeemed. He, he, the ghost of Jack Torrance came and helped them push Rose the Hat off the cliff. And at the end, he was waving to his son as he walked away and disappeared. And I really liked that aspect of it. But in here, he's like the fucking villain. 
he's just an asshole again. And there's no redemption for him whatsoever. And I kind of was None. like, ah, I kind of liked that aspect of the book better. I, I, I understand what they're trying to do. They bring the overlook back as fan service and that's fine. And it was a great character in this movie. I loved the way that it was utilized. I just am kind of split mind on that, on the Jack Torrance of it all, if you know what I mean. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm going to come around to an opinion on that when I've watched this movie for three, four, five, seven more times, because I fucking will. This was a totally enjoyable watch. Uh, another thing that annoyed me, and this one right here, I'm going hard criticism on this one, because it pissed me off. The damn heartbeat. Enough with the damn heartbeat. <laughs> it, I'm not kidding. When he's approaching the Overlook, they pull up in the car, he gets out. At that point, I, uh, I was already in there so much that it was annoying me, but at that point would have been a perfect moment for absolute silence. It would have increased the terror in that Halloween, mm. Michael Myers sort yep. of way, uh, with him just crunching snow, footsteps walking up and opening that door, but instead, boom, 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 like, I'm getting a fucking headache, like, knock it off, it, that needs redone, please get rid of some of that shit, oh, I, I'm not kidding, that heartbeat is through the majority of the damn film, it is, and it is irritating, it does not need to be in there that much. I understand having that heartbeat in there, but it was so amateurish to have it in there that much. It was like, am I watching a, a group of kids that went into the woods with a eight millimeter camera in the eighties that had 10,000 bucks? Cause that's the kind of shit you do when you're mm -hmm. making that kind of film. We're not making that kind of film. Knock it off with the heartbeat. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, I'm not kidding. That really pissed me off because I was like, you're robbing me of tension that I would be feeling if you were just silent. But anyway, that's one of my biggest gripes that, that it, this movie will not get a 10 because of that heartbeat. It, it pissed me off that much. But uh, anyway, uh, your thoughts on the third act. Was there something else? I love the way they handled, uh, um, uh, Catman Scruthers character. Mm -hmm. I, that was perfect. I, I I think we even discussed that on the show. That's the way you handle it. Just have him come back as a ghost division thing. I did not like that Danny died at the end. I was not really a huge fan of that. He didn't die at the end of the book. He went. To, he stayed nope. with and helped the girl and went to her 15th birthday party and yada yada. And here it's like, ah, fuck it. I'll just... And it was pointless. It would have been... I would have made sense if he was protecting her, for, but he just wandered down to the boiler room to die. And he knew he was yeah, going he to. It was just like, ah... So, so I really like some elements of the book better, and I like some elements of the movie better. Uh, just the third act I'm talking about. Everything yeah. else with the top knot and Rose the Hat and all that stuff was great, but it was it was straight translation from the book, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you did re realize who Jack Torrance's character was in this movie. That was uh, Henry Thomas. That's uh, Elliot from E.T., Oh, I didn't know who played him. No, I, yeah. I didn't. I was just, yeah. I was just staring like, oh God, I, they're doing this because it, it's been a I while since that. I read the book. Yeah. That uh, that character, uh, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, that's the guy from Mike Flanagan's uh, House on Haunted Hill. That's the dad. And I'm like, oh, that which is Elliot from E.T. That's Henry Thomas. Nice. Uh, Who is I, also I, in my... the scene in Clerks and the Dupper yes. Circle. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it all... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, the joke that lives on. Um, <laughs> Rose the Hat stole the show. Uh, I thought that she was the best part of this movie. She was excellent. Uh, I thought that she, her character in the movie was even better and creepier than in the novel, because uh, they could have really fucked up that, like, 
I don't know, like, oh, here's generic bad guy characters. I thought she was great. Uh, the, actually, all the villains. I thought they were cast great. They were genuinely... Not only were they genuinely creepy, but their reasoning for doing what they were doing, I'm like, I, they want to live forever, and who doesn't? And it wasn't like, we're just out to murder the world because we're psychos. No, they... I don't know, I, I thought that was It was vampires. Genius. They're vampires. Yeah. Uh, Ewan McGregor, I think that he was... Uh, a great choice to play Dan Torrance. I thought he did really good. Uh, I now that you said something about the heartbeat, I'm like, well, shit, that's gonna bug me the next time I watch it. I, I know what it because I, I almost <laughs> mentioned it to you before you were going because you were on your way to see the movie, and I was like, nope, I'm not gonna put it in his head. I'm gonna wait until we're both done, and then I'm gonna mention it. And then I'm gonna ruin it for him forever. Because <laughs> I because I didn't I was so involved in the movie because I loved this movie. It was this actually is. It might be my favorite movie of the year thus far. I loved this movie, but um, there was a lot of heart. And because now that you say something, I'm like, yeah, there was a lot of. But anyway, um, the they handled the uh, and we're full spoilers here. The when they killed the kid, the little kid, the baseball player. Uh, I was wondering how they were going to handle that versus the book because that was horrific in the book, and I'm like. Nailed it. They did not fuck around. I was shocked. Oh, no. I was too. I'm like, whoa. That's... They're going for it. Okay. Um, the end... I... I'm... I I should reread the book um, because I, I actually had to ask you, like, now, how did the book end again? Because it's been a, a bit since I've read it. I had to go to but, Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't think that... I, I agree with you. I think that Ewan McGregor's character, Dan Torrance, should have survived. Um, I kind of think it was cool that Jack Torrance was in it again, but he was still an evil entity of the house. I'm okay with that. Uh, I do think, by the way, that, uh, Wendy, the actress that plays Wendy in this one was phenomenal. Like she, she made, she made that character very much like the, the Kubrick one, but kind of her own. And it was perfect casting. The, this movie was cast so well. I completely um, agree. Did you get... Um, uh, we didn't... I, I don't know if we talked about this or not. But I had sent you a vague text, because uh, I was watching it ahead of you, uh, where I said that they... Mike Flanagan is a genius, because he's perfect. He, he's purposely framing shots in this movie mm -hmm. to mirror yes. shots and scenes and backgrounds from The Shining. And I was specifically was talking about where Ewan McGregor was getting interviewed yes. and talking to the... That was a complete recreation of Jack Torrance. Of the inter Yeah. I, I knew that you would get that, but I wanted to put oh, that seed in your head. There there still were other scenes throughout the movie that were m designed to mirror f shots from The Shining, even though they did not correlate otherwise. You know what I mean? It, it's hard to yes. explain, but you could put up certain scenes against The Shining and it's like, see how they shot this exactly the same way, even though it's in a different place with completely different people and unrelated. <laughs> and I thought that was absolutely brilliant. And then, and then while I'm remarking, wow, that's so brilliant. Bump, 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 bump. And I'm like, fuck, he's just walking around town. He's not even doing yeah. anything. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, Crow Daddy was great. That the bad guys were so awesome in this. Like Crow Daddy was so good. And I'm like, he was almost endearing to where I'm like, I, I want to like you. Like, you're an awful, awful person for what you're doing, but, like, he just this cool, you okay, Rose, that? He was just this cool dude, and I'm like, I kind of want to hang out with you guys and suck shining. <laughs> I kind of, 
I, I could I see again. I'd have to revisit the book to verify, but I I kind of felt like the whole gang was there at the Overlook. Well, the burnt down Overlook. I think it, I think they were too. I and think that that's that was... where they took out a bunch of them. Yeah, but yeah. So they cha- I don't really care about that change. It's just as uh, she was going to the Overlook by herself, and I'm like, well, you're going by yourself. I mean, yeah. damn, you already got your ass whooped by by them <laughs> yeah. once, uh, and she did. Right. Yeah. But uh, it was fine with how they did the, you know, with Dan Torrance unlocking his inner demons and those, especially when they're that out was home awesome. base. awesome. Yeah. When they, when they all went after Rose. That was yep. so cool. Yeah. And there was very, very, very... Oh, Judas, Eugene, you sounded... Okay, let's... Great. Rewind that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. Don't worry. Future Eric will get it. <laughs> Thank God. Not uh, funny at all. <laughs> uh, very few jump scares in this that I remember. I yeah. I was creeped out most of the time and like, but there was never big, loud, bombastic gotcha moments, and I I like that. So there I you agree. go. Great movie. Uh, it's unfortunate the movie is under underperforming at the box office. I was way underperforming oh, too. No. I was shocked by that, but I yeah. Two and a half hours, uh, re, you know, a sequel to a movie that's almost 40 years old. Still, The Shining is beloved. But here's my thing is, I still think they should have released this early October, even mid-October. It, it's Halloween. It's like, it, that was Halloween. It's Halloween's over. Uh, but whatever. I agree. And to the two and a half hours, um, could have been longer in my opinion. Oh yeah, it could have. flew by. I was never bored, and uh, I can't say the same for the lighthouse, which it was an hour and that was an hour and forty five or hour and fifty. I'm like, come on, here I I'm like, please don't end, please don't end. And once they finally got to the overlook, I'm like, oh shit, we're at Act Three now. This is going to be done pretty soon. And we and by the way, I saw it with uh, my buddies Stephen Maynard, and they both agreed it was awesome. Cool. So. Uh, okay, over to you. Now okay, twenty minutes on one movie. That's fine. Um, I, I was ho- I was hoping that we were gonna kind of dive into that one. Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Not sure if you saw this on my Voodoo or not, but I bought it because I missed it in the theater. And this is one that I actually uh, I bought the Winchester movie for like six or seven bucks uh, so that they would give me a a free pass to see this movie in the theaters, which I didn't do. Um, so I paid, oh, too much for this. Um, scary stories to tell in the dark. Not scary. It's not scary. It's PG-13 and I was expecting an anthology movie. Why was I expecting an anthology movie? I thought it was an anthology movie. No, no, it's not. It's teens. It says stories. Yeah. Teens in the sixties that are investigating a haunted house and... CGI PG-13 scary things happen in loud noises and it's too long at an hour and 48 minutes. Oh, I was disappointed in this and I was, I was like, uh, oh great, another anthology movie and wasn't Guillermo del Toro attached to this or... Oh, isn't he attached to every project coming out of Hollywood though? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think so. (laughs) Um, But it was, it was harmless if i wouldn't have paid, if it would have been netflix all right that was okay but i it, it wasn't i i i pissed away a free movie ticket and then i bought the damn thing for like eight or ten bucks uh, not happy um I, 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 do you want to know what it's about kids and uh, no a, not really a, a witch in the whatever 
Fine. I trust you. I trust yeah. you. Yeah. It's on my voodoo if you want to watch it next oh, year. Oh, I, maybe I will. Uh, October's always around the corner, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to do a quick double header and I'll be done. Okay. Spider-Man Part 7, Far From Home. Uh, we rented this one because it's now on voodoo. And it's fine. Um, but I really want to talk about Die Another Day. Die Another Day. James Bond? Yeah, that's Bond? a James Bond movie, yeah. yeah. Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. Because uh, my kid, uh, the youngest now, I think he's going to be our little insomniac because he's been getting up at three and four o'clock in the morning. And well, if you're going to come down and hang out with dad at three and four o'clock in the morning, wake me up. Then uh, guess what you're watching? You're watching the James Bond channel on Pluto TV. And guess what was on? It was Die Another Day. And it was kind of one of those situations where it was the weekend and I was like, it's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, fuck it. Why don't I just pour another drink and we'll watch Die Another Day? Come here, boy. And, you know, because wouldn't you, wouldn't you like having fond memories of, you know, we have fond memories of going to the theater with our parents. Yeah. How about, uh, I watched this James Bond blow some shit up at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, that one, I haven't watched oh. that one. I haven't watched it in a long time, and we've discussed it to death on here, but I, I have some reflections on this film this time around. And because you've got a lot of elements here at play that work really well. You've got... Pierce Brosnan and Halle Berry, and you've got this North Korea plot at the, because the beginning is, is admittedly pretty dark because it's him going and doing his usual kind of bond thing, but then he gets captured and is tortured for months. And that's a little more than we've seen from, you know, a little darker than we've uh -huh. seen from bond. Uh, and, and, you know, the idea that he, he, kills this North Korean general's son going off a cliff in the beginning. Like, it's some dark shit. I'm like, this is pretty good. I know it's coming, and it's not good, uh, but I was trying to view it with a little bit of a critical eye this time around. And you know what I've come around to on this movie, Eugene? If you take out all of the Ice Fortress shit, like, you just excise all of that shit from this movie, you've got a pretty good movie here with a good plot, a good huh. ideas. The only problem is that's pretty much your second act. Yes, it is. That's the this is the invisible car. Invisible one in the ice. car. Oh. Everybody in this ice fortress wearing skimpy bra, bikini in bullshit. The ice. Like yeah. you'd be freezing. You'd be in there and getting into ice beds to bang. Like you'd be freezing your ass off. Like you you need to be dressed like an Eskimo and you're not. Mm. Um, everything in that set in that ice fortress part of the movie is just fucked. Like, nothing in there is, there's not one redeemable thing in that part of the movie. He's taking the rocket car off a cliff, yep. and at one point, it's the, the sunbeam from the laser from the sky is almost hitting him, but then he throws down a tiny grappling hook, and the car falls off the cliff, and then he has all sorts of time to fuck around and get hang, a parachute hang out, glider, yeah, that's and, right. hang, and, and, you know, go hang, hang parasailing while surfing, on a, as the, you know, the, then finally it catches up with him, even though it was just on his ass before he got there, but then it suddenly had 10 extra minutes, uh, you know, and then it cuts off part of the ice, and then he rides the wave that that creates, which is totally backwards because he would be going towards the ocean, but instead somehow he's coming towards the, la it, it, awful, awful, <laughs> everything about that was awful, uh, but if you, again, if you take out that part of the movie, You've got a pretty well 
constructed plot, like a, a real threat. And you can, you can drop the two minutes of Madonna as well. Yeah. Uh, you Fencing, gotta, right? Don't, don't they fence? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you've got a pretty well-constructed plot for a spy movie, for a Bondy kind of spy movie. It's, that's kind of cool at the, uh, with the super weapon. And it's kind of cool at the end with the airplane and, uh, interesting conversations you could have about, you know, North Korea, South Korea, that they're trying to take away the DMZ, you know, like full of mines. So there's, there's stuff in there that's good, but that second act. Yeah. Oh, Oh good God in heaven. That is some of the worst bond, anything that's ever happened. How are, how does I haven't seen this movie in so long. This is probably about my least favorite of all the James Bond movies. How does the CGI uh, for through the whole movie, how does it hold up now? I wouldn't even judge it through the whole movie. I would say the first and third act is uh, tolerable. It's fine. And then you have the second act, which is garbage. <laughs> you have Halle Berry drowning in an ice fortress that's melting from the top. And she can't break through the ice wall. <laughs> You're in a room full of shit. Break the ice. It's one inch thick. Give mm-hmm. me a fucking break. But no, instead, it's so watertight sealed that the melting ice water... Oh, drowning! <sighs> there, uh, you know what? We could spend a whole episode breaking down just that second act. I'm just going to repeat myself one more time. Be done. <laughs> there is not one redeemable aspect about that ice fortress bullshit. Not one. <laughs> Everything involved in it is just fucking. Oh, remember the lasers? She's tied up. And the lasers uh-huh. just, I, I just spin around the. I remember, and I remember the cars, and the cars were admittedly awesome. But I'm like. Oh, they're invisible, and here's your reasoning to explain why they're invisible. Oh, and nothing of that, none of it made any sense. What's the other guy's car that he chases him with? It's a convertible. Or a, mm-hmm. no top. Who brings that to the Arctic? <laughs> and let, you know what? He's out there spinning around, getting shot at with rockets and machine guns, and spinning around, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then he goes in to save Halle Berry. But, you know, the green car follows him and, you know, he's got to turn invisible and climb up on the wall. So he hits traction and his tires spit out spikes. Glad you waited till now. You just had a whole car chase out on the ice where you're spinning circles. (laughs) Couldn't have hit the traction button then. (laughs) And what did your boy think of this movie? I I don't know. He was playing on his tablet and, oh, "Oh, that's cool. Or, you know, he's five. He didn't. Oh, things are blowing up. Cool, cool. You know, this is this is extreme shit for him. Yeah. Uh, people getting shot and what? Oh, oh. Now back, back to you. Last round. We got to wrap up. <laughs> now you kind of almost have me kind of sort of interested in rewatching that movie because I've rewatched all of the uh, Pierce Brosnans except that one. I just I'm like I no no. No. It's, it's I'll give Madonna this. It's a good Bond song. Yes, it is. I do like her song. The song is good. And I do, I remember I liked the North Korean villain in that. He was, he was good. Yep. The cha- changing the DNA and changing the face to look like a Brit. Yeah. It's a really interesting plot, I think. Uh, yeah. Die another day. There you go. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Charlie. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Son of a yes, bitch, you did. did. <laughs> but, but fuck it. I wanted to talk about this anyway. Uh, I said, but oh, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> Willy Wonka and the Charlie factory. Good God, Eugene. Um, it's, um, uh, huh? Um, I can so already I, tell you're like, ah, oh, he likes it, so I'm not gonna shit no, on no, it. No, Go no, ahead no, and no. shit on it. It's okay. No. I uh, first of all, Gene Wilder is fantastic. He's great. Um, 
the boat scene was by far my favorite part of the entire movie because that was it <laughs> was great. Um, and you know what? The whole movie had this weird, creepy thing going on that I'm not even sure if it was intentional or not. But it was maybe it was the low budget of it, but it felt like ah. Uh, um, and then Tim Burton's version, like knowingly made Johnny Depp very uh, pedoey. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll take the creepy... See, with uh, um, the original, it felt like he's going to kill and eat all these children. Oh, yeah. Whereas, I, I, whereas in Donnie... Uh, Donnie Jepp. In Donnie <laughs> Jepp's version, he was like, I'm going to fuck all these kids. <laughs> and then eat them, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, so the, each one has their pluses. I will say that the boat ride in this one was definitely better than... I don't even remember what the, the Tim Burton one was. CGI shit, whatever. Uh, I do like the Deep Roy... Uh, character from the, the Oompa Loompas from the newer one. Mm-hmm. I just, I like their songs better. I like the, I actually enjoy the, like, the big budget CGI feel of the remake. I can appreciate what this one is. The kids, they annoyed me more in this one, I think, than in the remake. Probably because they're just, I don't know, I like, oh, I don't like any of you characters. They are annoying little shits, but that makes it so much better when they... Bye, Violet. Oh, yeah. Bye, Violet. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's great when they it's get there. It's such a weird-ass movie. And I know the storyline so well because I've watched the Tim Burton one numerous times. But watching this, it just felt like a 60s low-budget version of the Tim Burton one. But <laughs> more dangerous. I, uh, this is why, I, even back when you watched the remake, I was I was so disappointed that you hadn't seen the original. Because I knew this was going to... Yeah. And I've watched the remake quite went, ten but... times. And my wife loves the remake. Oh. And so we watch it. And it's like, oh, wow. come on, Gene Wilder, put on weird glasses and get an Amish noodle haircut. And No, he's too busy. He's too busy psychotically screaming at a child. <laughs> nothing! You get nothing! Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was... Oh. I love his performance in that. It's, it was great. Yeah, so I... It, it was good, but I certainly liked the remake better, and I feel... I, I'm probably the only person that thinks that, but I only have my recent viewing of the 60s one versus, or the 70s, whatever, early 70s, versus my 10 times with with this one here, with the Johnny Depp one. See, and I remember watching it as the, that was a, a special where they had all the kids come into the auditorium at Berlin Elementary. And you we watched, watched that movie. I'm pretty sure we did, yeah. Oh, that, man, that what was a... Dude, it, the 80s were a different time, and yeah. we were all tougher. <laughs> oh, because that movie, is, there's an underlying... <laughs> I, I know, but you got a couple of those scenes sprinkled in there where if you watch it with a different set of eyes, and you, will you ever watch it again? Yeah, I, I think I will. I think I'm going to watch it again. Down the road one day. Yeah. Now that you know what you're getting into, watch it with a different set of... Watch it from the, the eyes of just Wonka. It's a serial killer movie. <laughs> it is a horror film. And to uh, the end at which he wants to abduct a child to replace him in some kind of weird leprechaun esque, it, it's a it's a psychotic film. As a kid, you did, that shit goes over your head. But when I became an adult and I watched it, because I watched this growing up many many times, yeah. Uh, as an adult watching it, it's like Judas and the rowers keep on rowing in the <laughs> darkness, ever growing. It's it's nuts. Uh, and that's what I love about it is that it's at that time of the 70s where it was okay to be completely nuts. Yeah. 
Yeah, they wouldn't make a movie. Well, take a look at Tim Burton's version. His is not like that. Like, yeah, Johnny Depp is really weird in it, uh, but there's not... I never got that overly dangerous feel, especially because his character was kind of redeemed in the end with Christopher Lee's uh, portrayal as the, the father, and they make up, and now everybody's happy and everything's fine. Like, it's different. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't feel like he's going to cut you into little pieces, but, yeah. you know, don't get in a room with him by yourself, and if you do, cover your butthole. <laughs> yes. We started with your butthole, we're ending with we're your butthole. We're ending with, with the butthole, yes. <laughs> oh. But, hey, it's a, it's one that's checked off the list. I'm glad I watched it. Um, yeah, I'm glad you did, too. How many stars did you give it? Because you always give me these kind of wonky uh-huh, reviews. Oh, and then, and then I get your monthly thing and it's like zero stars. No. Fuck this movie. <laughs> I think I give it three. Oh, totally fair. Okay. Yeah. Uh, coming soon for me. I bought another bag of VHS today, including oh. Santa Claus the movie. Have you ever seen that with Dudley Moore? No, I have not. I have not seen it since the 80s, but I'm looking forward to rewatching it. Uh, it was kind of the elf of the 80s, as I recall. Okay. Um, I've got, what else did I get? Oh, Black Caesar I'm watching, because that stars one of the actors that was in Dolomite, and they were talking about it in Dolomite is My Name, and I was like, Black Caesar, I got that movie. And Wesley Snipes, he leaves the production to go, I'm gonna go make Bla- uh, Black Caesar with, and I was like, hey, oh. I got that movie on my shelf, and sure enough, there she be. So I'm halfway through with that. Uh, I might pull out Dolomite if I get down to the storage room and can pull it out. I got Spartacus on VHS. In a letterbox edition. I thought, like, yeah, all right. I also have Paths of Glory on VHS. Oh, so nice. Good movie. Nice little uh, Kubrick collection going there. And I picked up, I got Salem's Lot. Well, you gave me the DVD, but I got the Return to Salem's Lot on VHS. And then I saw the Warner Brothers release of the original Salem's Lot. I was like, ah, that looks too good uh, next to each other on the shelf. So I picked it up for 50 yeah. cents. Great movie. I love that movie. I need to get that off of my stack, but... Oh, I just can't wait. We're we're almost... We're this close. We're this close, Eugene, because we just got new garage doors and shit. We're this close to listing the house. Like, we're... We're we're wanting to move on. No shit. And when we do, I'm... I'm, I am having my space, and I'm displaying this shit. I'm sick of it being boxed up, and I cannot wait. Uh, But... I'm going to have to, because it's going to be a while. Anyway, uh, what do you got coming soon? Uh, coming soon for me is uh, American Werewolf in London. I want to rewatch that one, the Arrow release. Uh, and um, uh, there's a woman in prison movie that I just got from Bruno Matai called uh, Women's Prison Massacre or something. I watched half of Caged Heat the other night. Ah, there you go. Yeah, that was yeah. on uh, one of the... That was on Pluto TV. I was like, all right, I think, okay. Yeah. I think this was women, girls, I, something. They're all the same. Naked, something naked, yeah. yeah go get electroshock um, therapy because you're naughty or something and then yeah. make out a little the, bit. Shower scene, lesbians. Repeat. And, yep. Can't wait. Um, uh, Dark Side of the Moon is a science fiction-y movie from the 80s, I think, or early 90s that I bought on Blu-ray because slipcover reasons. Um... <laughs> And there was one other one that came in that uh, package, and um, I can't remember it. <laughs> Whatever. It's, well, I'll watch that, too. It's something horror, I'm sure. I've been watching literally nothing but horror since the horror ended. <laughs> well, wait. I, I mean, you watched nothing but horror before the horror began. Yeah. 
It's nothing like I'm looking through my list. I'm like, well, I guess Willy Wonka is the most, the least horror-y thing that I've watched since the horrorthon ended, which is just, I mean, Cannibal Ferox, Cannibal Holocaust, Vampire's Night Orgy. I've also been watching a lot of your Vinegar Syndrome bullshit on uh, Tubi TV. They have a ton of shit I found on there. I watched. Yeah, they do. Nemesis Two, Nemesis Three, Warrior Queen, just a whole bunch of sleazy shit that we like. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. good, but. Damn it, we watch that shit. We watch it. <laughs> I'd rather watch sleazy 80s shit than uh, I, a lot of stuff. Yeah, speaking of vinegar syndrome, I'm going to be getting Tammy and the T-Rex here soon. That's their... Oh, Denise Richards is in it, I believe, and uh, Paul Walker is in it. What? And, uh, it's, is it, it, it a was family a film? That, I, it was originally. Uh, they gutted all the gore and nudity, and then they turned it into a family. I think this was a... I think it was a full moon movie but I could be wrong on that. And then Vinegar Syndrome went and put all of the gore in. This is going to get a, like a limited theatrical release. What? Yeah. They, <laughs> supposedly it's nuts. So I can't wait to fall asleep to that. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay. That's going to do it for this episode. Do you want to add anything before we go? No, I... No, nah, I got nothing. I We already did the butthole jokes, so... We already did the butthole jokes, and we've already got our stupid title of Donnie Jep. It's time to move no, on. That's, <laughs> as soon as you said that, I'm like, oh, oh that's got to be the title there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. I'll see you next time. All right. See ya. Bye. for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.